Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. And Happy New Year out there to everybody. Uh, we have the Ivy League schedule getting underway this week. I am absolutely pumped up. I think this could be a fun year for the Ivies. I, I definitely think from going back to our preseason preview when we were looking at what teams could make a splash and then what teams, uh, where they have looked so far, it can be a real interesting Ivy League schedule here. Go check me out, guys, at Tom Barton Sports. Like I said, Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Uh, Tom Barton Sports at gmail.com. Get you in touch with me. Now, we're going to go back and we're going to go take a look at January 6th. And you look at last Saturday. Both of these games were blowouts, but I want to talk about both. First, we have Penn at Dartmouth. Look, Penn was a team that I think most people uh, believed were in the top four. I wasn't sure that I believed that about Penn. They're nine and seven. They come out, though, with an absolutely statement type of win, 80 to 51. They own this game from the very beginning, 47 points in the first half. Uh, You look at this and you go, Perkins had 19 points, and he probably could have scored 29 points in that one. 80 points by Penn, rolling right along. I know one game shouldn't change our mindset, but because uh, this is a reactionary kind of show, one game did change my outset a little bit. Not that I believed in Dartmouth. Well, I know some people did a little bit, but not that I believed in them. I didn't believe in Penn at all. And my complete change here is that Penn can be a force. Penn has shown me, maybe not on the record side, but shown me more than I believe that they would be. Harvard, Princeton, Princeton beat up Harvard 89-58. to 58. But, guys, this was a tale of two halves. Look, Harvard and Princeton, 41-32 at the half. It was way closer than that. And this is a game that Harvard was getting a, po- a ton of points. I understand that. Um, Akpara had 18. Lee, 33-8 and 7. Tremendous effort by Princeton. But it was the second half. Princeton put up 48 points in the second half. And, and Harvard just couldn't hit a shot. Besides not being able to stop them, look, Harvard and Princeton with like three minutes to go before the half was tied, okay? And they just came out in the second half, and Princeton just walloped Harvard. I am still sitting here telling you that I understand that Princeton's the best team in the league, but it it took me that game to prove it. Look, I'm a professional sports better. I mention this all the time. Uh, I was on Harvard. You know, I, I'm a guy that <laughs> makes my living the last uh, better part of 15 years betting on sports. And I was on Harvard. I love the points. They suckered me in with the points. I thought that they could play well. And I was liking it at the half. I, I think I was getting 12 and a half points. I, I was liking it at the half. And the second half just exploded. It took me that lesson to learn that Princeton is the best team in this conference. Now, I have been saying all along that maybe Cornell could be that team. Well, we have a game. Cornell, Columbia. Cornell is a 13-point favorite. The over-under for this game, guys, has skyrocketed. It opened up at 163.5. It went up to 168.5. Cornell is a tremendous team. But Columbia has opened my eyes all year 
wrong. All year, I have looked at this Columbia team, and I've come on here, and I told you guys, they're better than what I expect. Well, here is the game. They have to go out there and prove it. Columbia has to go out there and prove this game. You look at this game, and you go, okay, look. You, you, you are, are Columbia trying to make an impact? What do you have to do? Well, you're going to have to score with Cornell. We know that, right? Of their 13 games this season, teams against Cornell have scored into the 80s five times. 11 of the 13 games they've gotten into the 70s. Columbia, like I said, their experience, they're big. They also, they don't lose by double digits. They have one double-digit loss all year, and that came on opening night against a Big East team on the road. Like, I'm not th- holding that against them. Columbia doesn't have to win this game in Cornell. They don't have to go up to Eth- Ithaca and outscore Cornell. Keep it close, and I'm starting to buy into Columbia. I think they could be the dark horse in this conference, and I've said that for a little while. And then we have Yale against Brown. What do we make about this game? Look, Yale has beaten Brown in eight straight times, right? So we're going four straight years. They've beaten Brown. Vegas sets the line at eight, seven and a half, depending on where you're shopping. Uh, they expect Yale to win. It's hard not to like Yale in the spot. But Brown, even though they're four and 11, they've been fighting. I think this is a dangerous spot for Yale. Now, Yale was supposed to, with my preseason pick, they were supposed to be the best team in this conference. They have certainly not lived up to it. And Brown, despite being four and 11, they are surprising me. Look, they held with Vermont. They lost 71 70 against Vermont. Vermont's a good team. Vermont could be a tournament team this year. They lost at Stony Brook by four. 69-65. Stony Brook, good team. Certainly a good a good enough team that maybe we talk about them in the tournament. Okay, they got blasted by Providence. Then you go back and you go, hey, they hung with Bryant. Pretty good team lost by three. You, you go and you go, they hung with Ohio. They lost by five against Ohio. They lost by eight against Delaware. Only eight on the road against USC. Two against Loyola, two against Colgate. I mean, they hang in the game. I don't love giving eight in this spot with Yale. But again, it's a prove-it game. If Yale comes out of this game and absolutely spanks this team and and just destroys them, well, they prove it. I mean, they prove who they are. So I think we have two midweek games here that can be really interesting. Because if Cornell goes out there and they just absolutely dominate Columbia and they, they, they win by 15 or 20 points, Cornell has a legitimate claim right there with Princeton to be the best team in the league. I think that we could absolutely say they're the best team in the conference uh, in the conversation if they go out there and do that. But if Columbia holds close with them, we have to start looking at Columbia. We do. Same thing with Yale and Brown. If Yale is another middling effort and can't get it done against Brown, I I think we can look at Yale and say this has now become a disappointing season. They're only nine and six. But Yale's had a tough road. It's their first Ivy League game. Do they go in? Do they flex their muscles and just take Brown out? And then we go to Monday. Look, it's a very short schedule. We go to Monday where everybody plays. So Brown will then get a shot on Martin Luther King Day. Brown will then get a shot to go up against Harvard. Harvard coming off of that loss. They're going to have a long time to think about that. That second half, that 48-point second half, a long time to think about it. I think no matter what the outcome is with Brown and Yale, I think it's going to be very, very difficult for Brown to go into Harvard and take on the Crimson and win that game. Harvard has to win this game if they want to stay serious. They cannot drop to 0-2 in the Ivies and expect anything this year. Cornell will see what they do at home against Columbia, but they're going to stay home against Penn. Penn, a team I just said I'm starting to buy into. This is a heavyweight matchup. Depending on what Cornell does, this could be an absolutely smash spot for Penn if you believe in them. Now, I believe in Cornell. I have for a while. I have for about two years now. I believe in that offense can carry them. But this could be a smash spot for Penn 
to all of a sudden say, no, 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 do not overlook us. We are that team. I think it's going to be really hard for Dartmouth to go into Princeton, right? I mean, Princeton just is that that machine right now. They're, they, Dartmouth is not winning this game on the road. It'll be a, lar- a large, large, large line for good reason. I, I don't know if Princeton doesn't play games with them. They're going to have plenty of time off, so I don't think Princeton's resting starters or anything. I wouldn't shy away from that one. And then Yale goes on and takes on Columbia. So I, I can't make an assessment in that game until we see this game because of the situation that Yale and Columbia are both in. Both of them are teams that... I have, at this point in the season, misjudged. I think both of them are teams that most of the media misjudge. Columbia wants to be one of the top four teams. They want to make a tournament splash. They are an older team that can do that, and they understand what the job is, right? As the kids would say, they understand the assignment. Yale was supposed to be the best team. They were supposed to have the best player. They were supposed to have the best defensive player. That's what I was hanging my hat on. They clearly are not that right now, but can they gel to get to that? Well, these back-to-back wins would get them there, and we would start having a different conversation about Yale next week if that is the case. So not a lot of games on tap. Six games in the next week or so for the Ivy Leagues, but really impactful games. I think the highlight games are Columbia. We need to see what Columbia is. The highlight game is Yale. We need to see who Yale is. Yale and Columbia, this is prove-it weeks for you guys in the, the week where if you, we're sitting back and we go uh, 2-0 and for either one of these teams, wow, okay. Princeton, watch out. And I am dead serious. Just Princeton has looked. It's not infallible to think that they can get there. All right, guys, enjoy your week and enjoy the Ivy League Basketball Week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.